This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The idea behind the show is simply asking guests what they would tell a stranger on a plane if they were sitting next to them and the stranger asked them for advice. The scenery is passing very fast, but the seer is constant. The one who's seeing is the same. Let me appreciate you for asking a question that I haven't been asked after 2,500 or so uh, interviews over the years. Uh, you have to drop the EGO, which is everyone's greatest obstacle. 2008, Grant and I had been married for four years. I was pregnant with my first child. Um, we were, the economy was collapsing, and we were on the verge of losing everything financially. So it's so exciting to have Mr. John Lee Dumas with me today. Uh, I like to always say JLD because I'm so used to uh, John saying <laughs> that and signing off and on his show and in general. Uh, so whether I say JLD or John, so great to have you here today. John, I want to jump in uh, really deep since we only have a few questions anyway. And I'm going to ask you first and foremost, I think you're a reader based on the fact that uh, I know you have a couple of books out in the world. What, uh, as far as reading, is there a book that changed your life? Like, do you have a book you said, everybody, you need to read this book? Wow, it's a big question. And I'm looking forward to talking about that in a deeper manner. But first, I just want to say, Corey, it's great to hang out. You know, we go way back, brother. You've been doing this for a long time. You're a pro. And it's always good being on the microphone with a fellow professional. So uh, thanks for having me on your show. Going to have a lot of fun here today. And there's one show, uh, sorry, um, book that really impacted me at an early, early stage in my entrepreneurial journey. And people have definitely heard about it that read entrepreneurial books, but it's kind of one that flies under the radar a little bit. And it's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I love this book for a lot of reasons. We can talk about some of the reasons more in depth. But the biggest thing that was really a huge breakthrough for me is this. I've always kind of been, been a big idea guy. I've always been like a big action person. And for me, it's like, go big or go home. Like, I always feel like I had to be doing something big. And of course, that's not how you grow a big business is by doing something big all the time. There's a million micro steps on that journey to building something big. Some of the steps are huge. Some are medium, but there's thousands of these small micro steps. And I hated doing the small things. I hated doing the micro steps. And reading that book made me realize 
those steps aren't just like good to have. They're absolutely critical in your journey. Those are the small steps that over time will compound into that huge, massive win that you want. So before reading that book, I was this person that would skip doing the small things that was always negative when I was doing the small things. They just thought I was wasting my time by doing this little tweak or that little thing. And after reading that book, I was a different person mentally. I was like rejoicing and doing those micro things, knowing that I was building something massive towards the end. And it was going to take these million micro steps, these million small actions to get to where I needed to be. But the compound effect of them was going to be magnificent. So I love that, John. And and I was smirking as soon as you started sharing that, because that is a book that changed my life as well. I uh, I know we've never talked about that. No. And, uh, and and it's wild because I didn't wouldn't have expected you to go there. So I didn't think that was going to be the book. Uh, I remember when I first read it, the, the penny experiment. I hadn't heard that before. I know it's probably been shared a million times, but the idea of taking a penny every day for 30 days versus whatever the number was, $1.5 million. And him showing the compound of the penny by the end of the 30 days was well. And, you know, by the time I got to the 26th day, it was like you were into the almost a million. So then, of course, the next four days was massive. And I don't know why, but that stuck in my head, that little story. And then him talking about two people doing just micro things about health and wellness. And he said about like at the end of whatever it was, six months, just the, the difference between just like this person eating a cheeseburger once a day, this pretty person eating healthy once a day and the micro, uh, you know, micro, as you said, effects of all that. So that book stood out to the point where there's not many books. I can tell you parts of them after like the last time I read, it's probably five years ago. Right. It's crazy. And it's so true. And actually that book has helped me so much on my health journey as well. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because now it's like, Every day, you know, it's like, well, I can just cheat and have this, or I can cheat and do that. But you start to realize when you really get into health and wellness that, like, after six and sometimes nine months, your body's like completely like been reproduced uh, based on what you've done over the past six to nine months. Not to mention, once you get to like six to nine years, your organs have now completely regenerated based on what you've been consuming over that time. So. You know, you can be quite unhealthy right now, but if you do the small things right every day in six to nine years, you will literally, not figuratively, literally be a different person. Now, before we move on, um, have you read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson? I have as well. Yeah. It's a great follow-up or even prequel because Jeff Olson was actually uh, Darren Hardy's mentor. So he wrote the book, The Slight Edge. Darren Hardy read it was inspired by it, hired Jeff Olson to be his mentor. And then after years, you know, Darren Hardy went off to, you know, his levels of success and then write, wrote the book, The Compound Effect. And it was, uh, you know, really heavily um, influenced by The Slight Edge, which is has a lot of similar concepts. Yeah, that's it's amazing. I, I mean, I'm fascinated by that because I loved what Darren did with Success Magazine. And I was sort of on a very minor scale following a similar pattern, becoming obsessed with interviewing people and learning what made them tick. And so, yeah, so I love that book. A fan of Darren Hardy's work as well. Let me switch gears. I want to ask you this main question I want to ask you today, which uh, I'm, I've been calling the passenger question. But basically, you're on a plane, John, sitting next to a stranger. They lean over and say, hey, I'm just starting my journey. What do you got for advice? 
you know, I'm just doing it very plainly. But if they ask you for some life advice or business advice, whatever that looks like, what do you think you might tell the stranger on a plane? So last year I published my first and maybe only traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. That book is a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. And by the way, you can't skip a, skip a step. You've got to start at step one and you work through that book to get to step 17. You will find financial freedom. You will find fulfillment. I mean, by year two of Entrepreneurs on Fire, which by the way, I launched 10 years ago, by year two, it was a multi-million dollar company. And it's been that every single year since. So I know something what I'm talking about, but to answer your question directly, that's the big answer. I would literally hand them that book and say, read this book because it's not my genius from these past 10 years of running a multi-million dollar business. It's the genius of the now 3,700 guests that I've interviewed for Entrepreneurs on Fire that I've learned what they have shared with me. But to that person that's next to me, I would say one sentence, and this one sentence sums up the entire book in a nutshell. Become the number one solution to a real problem in this world. Become the number one solution to a real problem in this world. And that sounds a lot more difficult than it actually is because people are thinking, I I can't become the next Amazon or the next Netflix. And no, you can't. And that's not the point of it. The point is to find a problem that's not being solved, to find a void in the marketplace, to find an underserved market and become the number one solution to that problem. Because people, Corey, and this is true, will be the path to the doorstep of the number one problem in this world to get the solution to their number one problem in this world. And they will ignore the second best solution to infinity. So they'll beat a path to find the solution to their biggest problem. But if you have the second best solution, they will literally go right past you because they want the best solution to a real problem. Now, of course, the book in the first three chapters, by the way, shows you exactly how to identify what problem you should be solving at such a impressive level. But I would tell it to the passenger. And if they got it, they'd be off to the races. So my last question in this area, so I'm just going to follow up that question with, I'd love to ask you this question because I, I you know, for those, I want to see everybody read the book to figure out what theirs is. But let me ask you then, John, what is the number one problem that you're solving? And because it seems like I should add, it seems like you're still uh, working with uh, similar clients to when early on in the entrepreneurs uh, on fire journey. Uh, it seems like you're still working around that same area. So obviously you figured out what the problem is and you've continued to serve it very well. Do you mind sharing with us what that is? So back in 2012, I decided to launch a podcast. That was my big idea which by the way is chapter one, your big idea. And that's where most people fail. Because if I had just launched a podcast with no further thought, it would have failed miserably. So what did I do? I want to launch a podcast. Okay, there's thousands of podcasts. Well, let's niche down. I want to launch a business podcast. Okay, there's 800 business podcasts. 
Well, if I niche down again, there's seven business podcasts interviewing entrepreneurs. Okay. But do I want to be the eighth best interview podcast interviewing entrepreneurs? Because of course I would have been the eighth best when I launched because I was bad at podcasting. Um, no. So what is something that they're not doing? What's a void in the marketplace? What's an underserved niche? Every single one of those podcasts, all seven, we're doing one episode per week. So what if I did two per week? Well, that'd be better, but would that be that much better? Well, what if I did four, five? Why not just do seven episodes a week interviewing entrepreneurs? And guess what? The day I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, the very day I launched, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So I found how to become the number one solution to a real problem. There were people out there, and I was one of them, by the way, who craved more consistent content of interviews with entrepreneurs. I was one of those people. And guess what? I created the best solution. It was the only solution, but the best solution to that problem. And I have not looked back since. 10 years, 3,700 episodes, still kicking. So John Lee Dumas, always a pleasure. Of course, I need to ask you, website hub, where would you send people that want to learn more about you or maybe listen to those 3,700 podcasts? But where would you send people? Is there a hub? Well, listen, listen to Corey as you're doing right now because he puts out great content and he has for such a long time. But we both know that the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. So I would love to be one of your seven. So if you want to hear somebody say about instead of a boot, um, check out Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's a daily podcast. I've been cranking since 2012. Um, eofire.com is the website. And I have a lot of free resources there for entrepreneurs. And that's actually where we post our monthly income reports, which are very detailed about all, all the ways that we generate revenue with our business. So it can be helpful for others to find out what's working for us and maybe you know it can work for them. And as always, Corey, it's just a blast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.